J&J. He's Justin. <laughs> He's Jared. Two leashed dads that get together to discuss life while chained to their everyday responsibilities like supporting our families. It's the second episode, Justin, and today I think we're going to talk about what happened during our week since I have some more news. Uh, not really Dang. news news, but just events and uh, cooking. And if we run out of cooking topics, well, then we can just go on to other responsibilities that uh, are not usually on the dad's mind. Hey, no, I like the sounds of that. So, And, of let's... course, the dad joke at the end of the episode. Oh, you can never that. forget those dad jokes. I Actually, hope you I have, have to... today. I, I have a week. I have a calendar of dad jokes. Oh, that's right. You got that calendar. Okay. <laughs> so so I will never run out. No, not now. May I might look around and try to find some throughout the week, just to be like, okay, well, this is from whatever. Not like we need to know what day it was, but some of them aren't always great. Where some of them are sometimes better. So I certainly do have dad jokes. Uh, I cannot wait to share them. I think the two I want to share tonight are actually pretty phenomenal. So, uh, no, I, I'm looking forward to the second episode here. Uh, as, well, it's episode two. We're gonna continue to work up some of those, uh, or iron out the details, right, as we yes. go along. Yes. Um, yes. But one of those one of those details here, just to briefly t- cover, is I hear we now have an email. Like we talked about in the last episode. We have episode. an email address, so you can write to us with the constructive criticism, please. Or just things you, you like. Tell us we're dog shit, crit- but please tell us why we're dog shit. Don't just say we're dog shit. And yep. then, so that email is, get a pen and paper, ladies and gentlemen. It is leashdads14, that's 1-4, at gmail.com. Again, that is our podcast name, leashdads 14 at gmail.com. I'm excited. I might send something to our email as well here. <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i going to read it. I'm going to yeah, give right. you the uh, the access to it too, but uh, okay. I'm yeah. one of those nervous people that don't give passwords over uh, texting and email. So. Yeah, don't do not do that. Just share it or whatever. unless Or unless, we, hey, we decide you want to manage it, I'll let you manage it, and I'll take care of some of the other things like getting these podcasts up and uh, loaded. <laughs> So. Sounds good to me, man. So, how was your week? Oh. Oh, Halloween last week, right? That was phenomenal. Uh, well, I, the problem was it started off. It w- don't get me wrong. This year was nice because of the weather. Whereas, you know, how in the past it's been kind of cold and miserable. You're throwing kids' jackets on over their costumes and like, what's the point of the costume at that point? Uh, just let the kids go run around grab candy. Uh, actually, as far as far as it comes out is, the so the kids were able to go trick or treating a little bit while Sam and I were at an appointment because we're getting really close. We're about seven weeks out now from baby, and we do have you know some other good news there too is we've got her we've got it scheduled already. Um, basically, awesome. already have a plan of when we're gonna have have baby come into the world. Um, which which is Isn't really nice great? and exciting. It's it's great. It's one of those things you like. I've been looking forward to actually getting to that point of like, all right, let's get this scheduled now. Let's get this in play. So now there are some complications on Sam's side, uh, in the sense of her being gestational diabetic. 
uh, yeah. which which is unfortunate, but at the same time, that's why we're doing this uh, plan C section and whatnot. So it's unfortunate can't do natural birth, but that that happens with certain things that come along in the, you know, in in a way, after having so many children by C section, anyways. Um, well, as, you know, there are risks with yeah. both ways. Oh, there's always risks, yeah. Yeah, the, I think the ability to have the entire process in the hands of a qualified surgeon, I, it comforted me because uh, both my girls were a C-section, um, and I was both mm-hmm. I, both times I was in the delivery room. Uh, it's it's all one big production. There's a time that's supposed to be scheduled, and it's all supposed to happen in like a half an hour. Oh yeah. It's... Whereas naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and naturally, you're just playing it by, all right, when's 48 the baby hours coming? later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> See, I've never, I think I was naturally born, but never had the opportunity to witness a natural birth, um, which is kind of, you know, saddening. But at the same time, maybe, oh, thank the Lord. Um, because truthfully, I don't think I would want a broken hand. Yeah. let alone three <laughs> broken hands um yeah so because i mean from the time that even our firstborn was going you know we were trying to give our firstborn through natural birth it was oh her grip was just i'm gonna lose a finger or something at that point um but no so kind of a, that's some detail about the week um that actually kind of all happened on halloween so we weren't necessarily home right away to actually go and do the Halloween or okay. the trick or treating, right. but uh, we did have somebody in place that would would allow them to go up and down the area uh, in the neighborhood. Um, not like our neighborhood's not like safe or anything. We've got a lot of people that know our our kids and whatnot, right? Um, because our neighborhood is actually uh, kind of on the younger end, so like us, are okay. being parents, um, it is kind of a younger neighborhood compared to what it used to be back um before we started living there and whatnot so it's it's kind of nice um now you do still have some people that are on the older side um but hey it works out those are the ones that are always having fun getting the joys watching the children go up and down the uh, sidewalk or in the yards playing in the yards and whatnot so uh but yeah this so trick-or-treating was great um, the rest of the week was very interesting. My job finally had announced something on the lines that come Christmas time, uh, we, we as some, uh, people could take off for like the, uh, the week after Christmas, essentially. Cause one of our clients, oh. one of our clients we work for, uh, they basically, at like noon or something like that um before christmas eve they go home they all go home so if we try to reach out to anybody there at any of the branches nobody's gonna be there that's nice well if we didn't have anything to do i mean the difficult part thing would be is like okay we still have to call customers right for for our job but at the same time if we want to do if we want to quote them for some shipping um it's very difficult to do at that point 
oh, because we don't have anybody in the office to, that can actually pull off the quotes or provide those types of details. Um, and then let alone, you know, we're talking about, God, I don't even, I'm not even going to bring up the rest of the year because that's crazy how, how fast it's coming to an end already. Um, I mean, that's some of the, that's some of the good news. Otherwise everything has just kind of been, you know, a work week followed by the weekend, which is kind of nice. Um, went over to my parents for a few hours yesterday, actually, to had had dinner with uh, fam- some family members as well that came into town. Um, and then we didn't leave until late, surprisingly. But, hey, you know what actually threw me off? Daylight the savings time. Daylight savings time, yeah. Yep, me like, too, me too. This morning even, it was like a deer in the headlights. I you're not wrong honestly even though i was told or warned about it last night saying hey don't forget to set your clocks back well i'm like i don't have to because my phone will do it for me automatically right right i mean thank god we have a day to actually reset yeah to that degree right um so in in the long run i you know i'm happy about that it's not like okay next it's daylight savings time and then we have to go to work the following day so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's a bit cliche to be so thrown off by it but every year it just seems to be a shock uh when you wake yeah. up in the morning is oh wait it's not the actual time your body thinks it is yeah i think it's so, just every two years or every or by you annually because yeah, remember it happens so, in march and here now too so right and i woke up thinking it was like Eight thirty? Nah, it was seven thirty, which I guess is nice because I did get that extra bit of sleep. But, um, yeah. So my week with Halloween, uh, it was a bit crazy. Halloween was fun. The girls had their first trick or treating experience. Uh, one was a pumpkin, and the other one was a rhinoceros dinosaur-looking costume thingy. Do they get to decide their costumes? Uh, for the most part, they had an open book of ideas. But it all ended up being whatever Goodwill had for costumes. So mm. that's true. I mean, uh, where did you? That's so you how guys that ended up. So tell me, did you end up going to uh, Goodwill then late or? No, just... no, there was quite a bit of. Th- but you have to make okay. sure the size it fits. Yeah. So there, there, there was quite a bit of costumes there, but they didn't all necessarily fit. Uh, you know, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So that's true. Um, Yes. And then, yeah, so, too. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a emergency at work, so I was on the phone until right to the very end, uh, I finally got off the call at four, and uh, was able to take the girls to Natalie's office for their office trick-or-treating, and then we went nice. a few blocks uh, northeast around the, around the city, and they came back with a buttload of candy, and they're probably not going to eat it, <laughs> Because they don't eat their dinner all the time. I love so, it. And that's that's I, a rule in our house. If you don't eat your dinner, you don't get any dessert. Oh, there you go. That's so, a, that's a nice rule in the house. I mean, yeah. Heck, if I were doing that, it was uh, I don't know. I don't think. I, I mean, I eat my dinner just fine, but all of a sudden, you know, you got a boatload of children here that are like eating dinner, but some of them choose not to finish their plate or put way too much on their plate for go first go around and then yeah they don't finish it's like oh great oh i had all this it's like yeah but you need to learn to take what you're gonna eat not just 
throw all of it on there. Yes, I get the concept of your eyes are bigger than your stomach or whatever, stomach bigger than your eyes at that point. Um, but it's, you live and learn. <laughs> right, right. So. so then coming off the heels of Halloween night, uh, when I had to go to work the next morning. So I was up bright and early at 5 a.m. And then, which was exhausting because my parents came over i helped hand out candy after we came back from running around uh downtown Mm -hmm. and then um yeah so it was a late night and then my youngest got sick again oh no and this time it was achy fever throwing up kind of garbage and it just threw the entire week off uh and it it was a repeat of what happened the week prior to our first episode uh, except... it sounds like we're living the same life right now honestly <laughs> right my because my two younger ones end up uh still being sick um no to talk about that actually one of my like one didn't go to school for a couple days because of a fe- the fever um but then our o- our oldest son ended up coming home from school because he ended up vomiting Oh, so they sent him home and said, hey, he cannot come. School. Yeah, right. I'm like, well, he had way too much candy then. And it's like, he didn't have any candy. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure he had some candy before he left. But, you know, it's it's multi- it could be a multitude of things. I just wanted to blame the candy because it was Halloween. And he then during Halloween, while we were sitting around doing practically nothing, he decided to kind of scarf it down. Yeah. So it's like the sugar that all happens. of a sudden. The sugar crash. But, um, yeah, it's it's really sad, though, when the school says you can't come to school for the next two days, though. Send you home halfway through the day or whatever yeah. it is, and then you can't go to school the following day, too. But, you know, precautionary. I'm not mad at them compared to how I was when kids were allowed to go back after the whole COVID thing. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to go into that because that's a lot of frustration and digging up the past and that's not what we're here for um no tonight like jared said before we are here to talk about some cooking uh you know kind of get an idea of what the week was like or last week was right like um which i think i I love that i I love this idea kind of doing a weekly update or see what's been going on in the past week uh since we were together um but then have you know two three topics maybe maybe one topic depending on how big the topic is too like right we i would love to get into the cooking um and i think talking about halloween or -or trick-or-treating uh you know things like that is a great way to start talking about the cooking concept so um you know i'm gonna i'm actually gonna start with this here jared i want to ask you a question about cooking um what i'm ready what is your like primary dish or go-to dish well that that's a good question. It changes year to year. Uh, it also changes with my mood. But if I'm in a pinch and I have all the ingredients, I'm making spaghetti. Honestly. Spaghetti? I'll make, well, you know, it, it's something simple. We always use marinara from the store. And mm-hmm. uh, if we have meat, great. If not, I'll just make vegetarian spaghetti. <laughs> it's, so so you can get me. your girls to eat, uh, like, meatballs then, too? Or do you do, like, a marinara meat sauce? 
well, it'd be a marinara meat sauce, but on occasion I will do meatballs or Natalie will do meatballs. Uh, but tonight, actually, I revisited my smoked meatballs uh, with Ooh. hickory smoked uh, wood, chi- with, with wood chips on the Weber grill and uh, just some marinara I got from Costco, uh, which personally I did not care for. But the meatballs are great. Course. All right, so yeah, my, my go-to thing would probably be spaghetti. Uh, if I'm feeling adventurous, I'll grill the meatballs on, on the grill. I don't like pan-frying meatballs on the stove. It creates a massive mess. And it I know just what you're about. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? What's what's your go-to dish? Um This sounds like a very co- oh, okay, so if mm. Because if we're talking about just cooking and not, you know, like a cop-out, easy-go-to meal. Um, well, then no, my, defi- question, my I, answer changes then. Right. No, that's why I, I, I should have specif- or clarified a little more. Um, I, honestly, some of the go or like the dish I like to make um, is kind of like homemade chicken tacos or um, chicken parmesan. Solid solid a, yes. a solid chicken parmesan right um but my family is all about spicy so oh. f- for example i'm when i don't cook like actually tonight i did the cooking uh but Same. at my wife at, at sam's request she wanted bu- or buffalo chicken okay so what we did is when we do buffalo chicken we'll put the chicken this is this is kind of a cop-out in a sense right or her this is this is my wife's style of cooking throw the food in a crock pot let it cook yeah. for four to six hours or whatever it may be okay i did that tonight or today because that's what she wanted and usually i'm not the one doing the crock pot meals um usually actually i have to change my answer because but we do love we do love our spicy chicken i know i said chicken parmesan is my kind of go-to but that's a lie and i apologize for lying uh I'm thinking about it, talking about how my family loves spicy foods. The biggest request is my buffalo mac and cheese. Now, mm, I got this idea. That sounds from, delicious. It is delicious. Um, but I got the I didn't get the idea just out of my head, right? I actually got it from a restaurant. I, hopefully, you're familiar with the bar, like the actual sports bar. Um no, I'm not. You're not familiar with the bar? Nope. They have them. They have them like all over the place. <laughs> JJ, if I well, well, Sheboygan doesn't have much for. Yeah. Not that I live there. Okay. Not that I live Fair. in Sheboygan because I don't. I don't live anywhere so I wonder near if the, there. I wonder if the bar is like Fox City's area then. That could be, got... and I've I'm never up there, honestly. No. <laughs> no. No, you're you're. It's fine. It's just one of those places where I got the idea during. I think it was during COVID, actually. Um, we were ordering out because, shame on us, we get lazy sometimes, and we just go, I don't want to cook tonight. Pff, me neither. What do you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bar? Okay, the bar. So we started ordering food from the bar, and I saw one of their items was the buffalo mac and cheese. Now, they offer grilled chicken or crispy chicken. I like grilled chicken. Oh, unpopular so, opinion, huh? Oh, hot take, huh? We're going for a hot take. Which chicken do you You're like more? A grilled, grilled chicken guy, huh? I am. It's just 
I don't want to take the time to bread the chicken. Right. Or, In which case, you could just use some uh, frozen, uh, you know, chicken tenders. But yeah, but I'm not gonna do that because that's like chicken nuggets already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to use chicken tenders unless I want to do a chicken tender meal. But that's not the goal right now. The goal is. You know, okay, but if, if you were cheese. ordering it from the bar, would you get it grilled or crispy? It would be grilled. Hands wow. down grilled. And anything, like, any place that will offer you grilled or crispy for, like, a noodle-type meal, guarantee I'm going to do grilled chicken. Okay, Probably. well, what about a chicken sandwich? If it's from Chick-fil-A? Sadly, this this is why I said most often, it's a chicken sandwich. It's gonna be the crispy. Okay. It's just it's. I think it also has to deal with the con or the texture. So like, if it is a noodle dish, it's got to be grilled. I'm sorry. If it's in, if it's on a salad, I can. Uh, I can it's gonna be grilled. That. I can respect that. So, but if if you're talking like Chick Fil A or uh, Popeyes chicken, if I'm doing a sandwich. It's most likely going to be crispy because that way I know. I, I don't know how often you've seen, like, grilled chicken and how, like, it doesn't look stable in the bun. You take a bite and all of a sudden it's fl- slipping out the oh, other side. And it's like, I know where'd my chicken go? Whereas the crispy chicken is going to stick for some reason. <coughs> well, it's rigid. It's not as smooth. Yeah, see, that's I think that's why I do crispy. But, you know, it's also I'm not sitting here waiting five minutes or ten minutes for grilled chicken if they run out yeah i'm only waiting maybe seven <laughs> right <Okay. laughs> instead so of ten so yours is buffalo mac yeah buffalo buffalo mac and cheese and it's um again the idea was given to me by the bar uh which is you know i give them a lot of credit for it but it was it was very weird because the first time i actually wanted to make it i wasn't sure how i wanted to do the sauce like, how do I make a homemade sauce? Um, so I asked my sister-in-law, actually, for some assistance. I'm like, you cook. You cook not just for, like, little, but you cooked for a crap ton of people because she's got a big family. And she okay. was the one that liked to reproduce. Um, so I'm like, how do you, how would you go about making a sauce for this? So she she helped me out a little bit here. And then from there, it's just, like, pretty simple. Um, and I just put some milk, cheese, and then uh, additional buffalo sauce. And actually, at one point, I started adding, like, not just making it buffalo, but, like, a buffalo ranch. Ooh, so, yeah. yeah. Got to have that ranch that, the buffalo sauce. Yep. You got to have a little dairy to, well, <laughs> the little ranch flavor to cancel out some of the spice here and there. So, but yeah. No, it's honestly a dish that's more spicy is how we like to go. Um, now granted, I do have other dishes we do like to make. Um, and there's one that I've created on my own. It was, it's like a chicken, uh, jumbo shells. So, you know how, if you had like ever shells and cheese, but you're taking like a bigger shell, like an actual jumbo shell, um, or like a box full, for example, you boil them a little bit, make that, make them loose enough. But at the same time, you know, you put, you cook up some chicken. You then put the chicken in the shell with some cream cheese, 
um, Parmesan cheese, and then like some Alfredo sauce. So it's a very white hmm. and garlicky kind of meal. Um, and then you put put those in like a big or like a deep dish kind of pan per se. Throw it in the oven. Let it cook for, if I recall, like fifteen or so minutes. That right. way, you know, you're still just getting like... enough chicken, but you're after you've boiled the shells, right? That was just so you can get the chicken and the ingredients really into uh, without breaking them. But now you're cooking the shell itself even more. Oh, oh I've been sounds, actually craving those. Oh, my oh gosh. I, I don't necessarily have a name for it yet because it's been, you know, sometimes coming up with names are a struggle. Uh, but that's not really the important part about this meal. It's just they are delicious. You, you know, it's it's a hand food. Okay, you're not gonna. You could take a fork, pick it up, eat it, uh, or cut it up however you want to. But <laughs> it is almost. Here's my plate. Here's my puff. <laughs> you just shove it in your mouth and enjoy it. It is just nice. delightful. Um, I haven't made it in a while. That's because we haven't had any jumbo shells recently. Um, shame on me. But I'm not the one that does the shopping. Uh, it's usually Sam's job because she's the breadwinner in the house. So well, you gotta tell her uh, to get some big shells, get some jumbo shells. Write it on the oh, list. I know, I know. There's gotta be a list. You gotta must... write it on. Yeah, she's not a list person. She's a kind of like a, sh- you know, <laughs> shop when you, shop when we need the food. And most oh. uh, recently, it's been a lot of the online shopping. Um, yeah. Through Walmart and whatnot, so it's not a bit not a bad thing, but. Just never bring it up because I don't know when she's necessarily putting it on. But I could always tell her, it's like, hey, we need jumbo shells, um, which I sh- should do next time. Or next time I go out to the store, just get some. But, yeah, yeah so sure. that, those are some of the, like, couple of things. But, no, the buffalo mac and cheese is a big go-to. It's a big hit in the house. Um, I mean, I've got nieces that will just eat ev- almost kind of everything up. Uh, so they're select. They're not really selective. Um, but I think – Sam, with being pregnant, her big thing is spicy all of a sudden. Yeah. Almost anything spicy, which is just weird. I won't say it's weird in that way. but it's I just, should, It's I just so weird when you have my... those different uh, different flavors or, ta- or, you know, wants for right. pregnancy and everything. Right. I should send you over some of the uh, Hot Ones hot sauces that I got in my fridge. You that, have Hot uh, Ones hot sauces? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, it started about a year ago. Uh, I got Natalie into the series. We only watch celebrities that we like. Um, oh, on the show. otherwise we don't watch it. So, That's some good. Oh my god, hot ones! I know oh. we we've gone through the two seasons already with hot sauces. I think in parts of other ones, but we did the entire lineup for two seasons. Okay. And uh, we we like to do it as a family night, probably about every other week or so. Just either grill up some chicken, bake some mm-hmm. chicken, go buy some from KFC or whatever, and just go through the lineup and just uh, torture ourselves because it gets pretty intense. That's some good stuff. I love I love the hot ones. I, I don't remember how I got into it. I think somebody told me about it. So then I found them on YouTube or started watching their series a little bit. Um but I've watched their, uh, I think it was Mila Kunis, uh, Ashton Kutcher, Gordon Ramsay. Holy smokes. Just some of the, like, 
how they I love how they get these people on there. It's just amazing yeah. to watch. But no, it I don't think I could ever get like anybody else to watch it. I could be wrong. I just haven't tried. I'm normally downstairs when I'm watching it anyways. Yeah. But you you should start watching it while you have wings. Not I should get chicken. It should be hey, we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit here. We're gonna do it or if we're gonna watch hot ones, we're gonna follow along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. You should let me know how that goes sometime. Alright. Yeah. Kind of do maybe do a question too. Follow along, eat the wing and do a question answer the question that he gives you. I've often thought about doing that. I've often thought about actually writing out note cards or on a notebook piece of paper. Just, you know, a question for each sauce. And that could either be, you know, my parents won't touch the stuff, and I don't blame them. That would probably kill them at their <laughs> age. But uh, my stepson likes to do it, so that would be a good one to do with him. Uh, the girls mm. won't touch anything spicy, of course. They're too they're young. Little kids, so um, I wouldn't put them through that anyway at their age. But because uh, it, it, it does get it does get pretty so. intense. Not to get super private about it, but uh, right. you're feeling the symptoms about two days after. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't anyway. done all the sauces, but I would love to do that. Heck, one of these days, I think we're gonna have to do uh, a, a get together chant, like a get together podcast. Hell yeah, um, dude! I'll bring the sauces I mean, and you then bring we, the chicken. That'll that'll be it. That's what we're gonna do. Okay. One yes. One of these one of these uh, episodes, it's gonna be we're actually together. The Christmas. And we are episode. going to do a hot ones yep. episode. Or just like where we're doing the hot, you know, kind of the hot ones conversation. I think that'd be, that's a phenomenal idea. Here you go. So expect that down in the future, guys. Yes. We're going to do a, a JJ Hot Ones uh, episode. <laughs> yes. The hot one sauces. I don't care which ones you bring or however you want to do it, but maybe we'll have some questions or one will be the host and one will be the actual interviewee. <laughs> I might so. have to get some more last dab then. I'm almost out. That, oh God, that, for afraid. how hot it is, for how hot it is, it is the be- It is so delicious. Is it? It is okay, so well, good. I'm probably gonna be sitting on the toilet for no, not to not to be TMI, but I'm probably gonna be sitting on the toilet <laughs> for days at the at the right. end. But yeah, anyway, I don't know. The circle back <laughs> to your question about the the dish that I like to cook, and if I have time, I'm a big griller, and in fact, uh, in the last two years, I just went full send into manly mode. And like did the grilling. I got a gr- uh, smoker for my uh, for my birthday and Father's Day because it was like entry level smoker from Home Depot. Nothing huge, nothing right. nothing major, just something to get my feet wet. And so I, I went full send mode into smoking everything. And get, I didn't do a brisket yet because that's over a hundred dollars for a meat that I might screw up. <laughs> I'm not spending that money. You're not ready to screw that up yet, huh? No. Um, so if if I'm gonna dedicate the time, I do a mean pulled pork if I must say so myself. Uh, I have pulled it out for family get-togethers and so on and so on, uh, and it's gotten some good reviews. So well, I it might they just might be too scared to tell me that this sucks, but um, that's a good twelve-hour job. And uh, with it that. being a manual entry-level smoker, I had to keep the firebox going all day with charcoal and wood, whereas so some take... guys might have a Traeger, which is you can set that crap on your phone. No, mm. I'm out there every hour making sure the fire is at temp. 
Um, other than that, historically, I grew up with quesadillas, and my stepmom was Ooh. famous for grilled quesadillas. She, oh my god, they were so good. And instead of doing it kind of the old school way, where you'd have two tortillas and you just put them together, she was brilliant and did one tortilla, fold it in half, and just do two of them. Because that way, flipping it is easy. You can flip it with one flipper. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having a very large flipper and spilling them over, over place. Uh, so I like to do that, where uh, I grill the chicken, I start up the grill, I have a grilling pan where I can put the quesadillas on there, and uh, whatever we have in the house that day goes into it. Uh, we love to do onions, red peppers, orange peppers with the chicken, hmm. um, obviously some cheese, and yeah, it's I love it. And it's, it's, it's easy enough where I'm not just tired at the end of it either, because... Right. What you said about chicken parmesan, I was like, oh, I gotta bread the chicken, gotta pound it out. That just seems like way too much. For me. <laughs> so I don't necessarily do like breaded chicken parmesan either. Oh, I mean, that is okay. you know, probably the kind of get going with that grilled chicken or crispy chicken option again, too. Um, but usually, yes, it'll probably be breaded chicken. So, going, you know, doing the oil, the yeah. egg, the bread crumbs, things like that. I have no problem doing that. Um, but yeah, no, I, that sounds so delicious, your quesadillas. And I have, so I got a quesadilla maker a while back and you know, it's just one of those where you just go, Whoop! yeah, <laughs> and just let it cook from both ends. It's nice. Well, s- sadly it broke. Oh no. Like the handle itself that locked together right. broke. Um, and it was, I loved it though, because it was a great, it oh, was yeah. actually a wedding gift. It was a wedding gift from one of, one of our friends and it just went the handle or like the spring or whatever i tried putting it back together but i'm like uh, it's not no nah, it's a lost cause so, at that point it it was um but there was always a fact that it was like i wanted to do it and now that's the only way um for a little bit before i got a new one because i ended up getting a new one but i tried to do this doesn't work uh at least maybe because i'm not very good at maybe flipping two <laughs> two shells that's are, why you gotta do just one i'm telling you man them. it'll change yeah. it'll change it it's a life changer but no so a quesadilla is you know amazing uh, i typically just stick the chicken though i don't go um just grab everything um because i don't have necessarily all the ingredients like onions in the house at yeah. all the time uh to do that i'm also when it comes to quesadillas I have my liking. So usually when I'm cooking food, it's something I know I already enjoy. I'm not right. You, call me sheltered. I, you know, call me what you want to call me, pl- you know, stuck to my, stuck to my ways, hard of change. Um, but it's still just plain and e- easy to do. Um, and I just have those things set. Not like I wouldn't try it or have tried it in the past where you do, quesadillas for example with onions and peppers it's you know not bad i just prefer my regular chicken quesadillas yeah oh to each his own to each his own uh so when has cooking always been kind of an interest of yours um you know that's a that's a very interesting thing to bring up uh it really if we if i look at it um i kind of started picking up on it 
from my my father. Uh, and I say and I say I picked it up from him because going off to college, you know, I could rely on like the food system a little bit. You know, having having three meals a day or whatever it was, I could I could do that. But all of a sudden I had the plans to live in like apartments or I didn't necessarily want to always go to the dining hall or wherever it was. Um, so we, because sometimes know, that got pretty wanted dodgy, to learn to cook. Honestly, I remember going with you or somebody else and there was one dining hall that was okay. It was buffet style. They had a lot of different mm-hmm. stuff. But then there was that other one that with that sandwich shop that was just kind of weird. I don't know. But continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're good. I mean, the two, so the two halls, one was definitely a buffet style, uh, which was on one side of the campus, and the other one was uh, kind of closer to the Very like, our apartment's building and everything. Um, and it was smaller, though. Yeah. Uh, it, I think at one point it only had – the top place was – like the way it was originally laid out, it was just the top, top side was food. Um, and then – the bottom was just kind of like a walk-in, go upstairs, wherever. Uh, you didn't pay, you didn't necessarily swipe your ID or anything until you got upstairs. Um, eventually, that went under renovations, right? And then they yep. changed it where they had that sandwich shop, a, a sandwich shop downstairs, uh, which was basically opened, and it was like a little store too, so you could mm-hmm. buy like soda or other ingredients uh, or like milk and things like that, uh, which was nice, but godly expensive. Oh, um, for sure. You know, camp, college campus, godly expensive. But then it still had this sh- uh, other food place upstairs, um, too. But yeah, no, you're. I loved. I loved the uh, sandwich place down in the basement or the bottom of the hall place, because it was Herberts and Gerberts. Yep, that's the name. Yep, it's a gr- yep. it's a great oh, place to get your back. subs too. So. Hey, if you were if you're ever hungry at night, Herberts and Gerberts is a good place to go. They've got some great sandwiches out there. Um, but you know, speaking of sandwiches, I've actually come to taking a liking to a new sandwich place, uh, which is called Jersey Mike's. Oh yeah, we just got one up here. It's yeah. it's amazing. I love it. And we I, I first was exposed to Jersey Mike's because they did build in one in Whitewater, our seat our graduating year. Did they really? They did. It was on I the corner across that. from McDonald's. I did not know about that at all, which is really nah, sad. Next because... to Qdoba. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, yep. I guess I stopped going out over in that area and stopped paying attention because um, there was no need. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had I started doing some of my own cooking with hamburgers, hot dogs, you know, really just kind of sticking simple to it. Um, actually, at one point, like I think – our junior year or something ended up getting I think it was steaks and ham hamburgers and then I had one of our one of my roommates wanted to cook so we let him cook uh, and it was just as like winter was coming to an end uh, now granted there was still snow on the ground but it was actually a nice day out it was a nice wa- kind of warmish day outside so we wanted to grill um, and then one of our other friends ended up doing some of the in-house co- or inside of the house cooking which is just kind of funny i supplied the grill my one of our roommates did the actual grilling um 
and then the other one did the like in-house making the vegetables or whatnot you know kind of just throwing them in the microwave and everything so it's like i supplied the goods <laughs> the needs and that was it okay <laughs> which i mean to me that doesn't say how i got into it but no my f- so wrapping around my father was the one that actually got me into cooking um but then i also knew that i since i wanted to become a family man in a way i was going to do some cooking in the long run so i needed to find a way to start uh now granted i'm not doing all these fancy meals or uh like three or four course meals that uh, my dad will do um on the weekends when he's you know not busy um sadly enough you know we talk about this past weekend uh going to my parents house we ended up having like a three course meal well we had our we had um we had some bruschetta we ended up having oh it's so delicious especially when uh he makes two different types of bruschetta um now he does this tip in typically because with having little children coming over and whatnot he knows they may not necessarily like the toppings of the first or the main bruschetta. So he just makes like a grilled cheese or just a like a cheesy bruschetta. Oh, um, nice. But the other one is like mushrooms, onions, uh, kind of I think it was like the Italian one or whatever. But sometimes he'll change it up and he'll do a pizza bruschetta. So it's just like to die for. Um, so that'll be like the appetizer. Then we move on to the soup. Um and this wow. this time around, it was a cream of asparagus soup. Mm. So you have your actual, if you love your asparagus, you'll have chunks of asparagus in there. You'll have the asparagus, asparagus base. Oh, God. I wasn't a big asparagus guy until my dad started grilling it and everything. Oh, grilled and asparagus is the best. It's just, it's just amazing. Yep. And, throw, you know, throwing it in this soup, it's like, whatever, I don't really care. I love it. It'll, I'll eat it. It's a good vegetable to have in your, you know, when you take it in, provides the necessary uh, vitamins and whatnot. But yeah, no, so that was that. Uh, and then the meal itself was, was it, a, I can't remember if it was a steak um, or no, it was a tenderloin. Uh, so it was really nice because he cooked it on the grill. Now, granted, the weather wasn't exactly most favorable, but he was able to get, keep the grill going. Um, and it was it was just a nice tenderloin, uh, and then we had some like onions, and mushrooms, on excuse me on top of that tenderloin, so they were like buttered up and grilled, uh, onions and mushrooms in a in like a little aluminum foil kind of packaging uh, where you throw them on the grill for a few minutes. I think it's called then, hobo pack or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, oh, but the meal itself was to die for, and then of course there's the dessert. Um, which my dad's not really the dessert kind of person uh, or like he'll do some desserts here and there, but he's not like a huge baker or anything like that. He just likes to focus on the main okay. the main dishes and everything. Um, but this time around it was ice cream. So you could, and then we had like, so you could do like ice cream, ice cream with like magic shell, chocolate magic shell. If you remember that yep. stuff um, or, there was the opportunity for like root beer floats. So, no ice cream. You can do a lot of different dishes. Yeah, <laughs> so right. It was, it was just so amazing, and that's actually, I think that still keeps me going though too, for wanting to do, cooking is like, I want to be able to do that, 
I want to have like a three course meal on a weekend when I know I'm not like crazy busy and I have basically all day to cook. Now, granted, my kitchen is not ideal for it right now, um, but who's who's to say that I can't do it? I have fridge space, so I mean, just put thir- certain things that don't need to go in right away or whatnot, right? Right. Um, it just that's kind of what I want to start doing, um, but that might not happen until kids start getting older, um, unless running around and so on and so forth. I hear that. So. I hear that a lot, but yeah, that's kind of, that's how I really got into cooking. And you know, that's coming up with my own meals is actually very exciting too. Like that chicken jumbo shell meal. That is something I came up with, uh, on my own. And then that, that to me is just something I, it's a feat in its own to me. Uh, and I say that because when you do, <clears throat> excuse me, when you come up with something and all of a sudden it becomes a big hit in the house, like children will love it or not all the children, because you know, the younger ones necessarily have their mind of their, you know, different mindset, but they'll try it. You make them try it. They like it. They like it. Think, yeah, well, we try not to do that right away. Right. We try to, we try to make them try it. And if they don't like it, we move on say, here you go. Uh, find them something else, but it's not bad. I honestly enjoy having this opportunity to actually cook and come up with different meals. Um, there's another good one out there that we haven't done in a while. Uh, they're like little chicken puffs. Question for you guys. So, Is yeah. this something that you all out there agree with? Do you, are you dads? Do you cook? Uh, to what extent do you cook? Are you a busy weekend, Jared, that just puts a... Box of spaghetti and a marinara together, or are you um, like uh, Justin's dad, who does? Uh, you got you got time in the world. To, yeah, I mean, love to love to hear your thoughts on this yeah. as well. Uh, you know, you know again, it's a, it's a bit of to... an unpopular opinion. You know, guys cooking and liking to cook. It's you know, I I kind of grew up you know with the stigma of guys take shop class and girls take home ec, and I did both. So meh. Okay, well, let's, you know, you, you're you sparking a very, I would say, hot take still, right, in this world. It's still a very hot take. Yeah. Um, I actually have to disagree that that's how, I mean, how society is nowadays. There, well, believe it or not, I think there is touch. somewhat of a role, <laughs> a gender, or a role swap here. No, I'm not going to say a gender role, but um, a role swap where nowadays you do have dads that stay home right right i've as much as i'm working from home i feel like i am the one at home and i'm the one making the meals um i'm not necessarily always the one cleaning the house but you know i still do what i is right in keeping the house somewhat organized and whatnot and we talk about the cooking i i still feel like either either the man or the wife you know, husband or wife can do that too. Um, it's not like one person has to necessarily do everything. Whereas when we were younger, you felt like that, but that wasn't even necessarily true on my end. My dad was actually doing a lot of the cooking. Now, back when we were back when I was younger, yes, the cooking was still kind of split depending on what was going on. If we were grilling, my dad was ho- covering it. Same. If we were 
um, if it was like a in-house kind of thing, my mom was usually covering it. So like if it was a meatloaf or if it was something yes. that re- was being used in the oven, it was since she was home early enough or whatever, she could start getting that process done. Where if my dad, you know, when it, if it was a grilling kind of thing, well, we waited till my dad got home to start the grill. Nobody else was going to do it um, because at that time, you know, charcoal was still we had our chimney charcoal or, or like the chimney starter or things like that. But it was like, you know, the grilling is still his thing. He likes to do it. So we're not going to do that for him and have dinner on the table like everybody else. You Like people have that preconceited notion. It's like, OK, well, somebody's supposed to have dinner on the table when the other person gets home. That's not how that no. works anymore. And it hasn't I don't think it's necessarily worked in that way for a while. People love to crack jokes at it. But hopefully they're, you know all in good fun or slash that dark type humor right yeah no i mean i grew up the same way that you just described uh dad was always the griller and mom was always the oven but i i'm glad that we can bridge that gap where it's not just that that separation you know i'm as comfortable as i am outside with the oven or with the grill as well as the oven um in fact i started my passion well kind of passion for cooking if it was a real passion i'd be a chef but uh, I'm not that good at it. Uh, but I started because, like I said, I took shop and I took home ec, uh, sewing, cooking, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and the classes in high school were pretty broad. They just gave you your basic cooking steps as well as went into fine detail on the types of cutting you can do with vegetables, which was a bit obnoxious. But I know what Julianne is, damn it. <laughs> And that's not just from watching so, hours of cooking shows either. Uh, so is that how you actually got into cooking then? or is Yeah. It... Oh, yeah. So so it, it really is. It started all in middle school, and I took three years of cooking in high school. Uh, I didn't go to a, a, a common high school senior year, so I didn't have that option to do it senior year. But I would have if, okay. I, if I did go. Um, and it all – I think it, the, the spark – lit when i cooked guacamole for the not cooked but mixed guacamole for the first Mm. time and it was one of the greatest things i've ever eaten in my life and then after that it was uh potato pancakes just something so simple but it turned out so good and it's just i can do this oh my god so then it just kind of bloomed from there and then in college i had i was i wasn't in a dorm for the first four uh, three years but uh when i was able to move on my own i did uh all the stuff i could uh you know it was some quick fix meals some frozen meals but i was able to have a creative side as well where i was just flying by the seat of my pants just trying to create something new <laughs> different and i did go through that phase as every college student does i think as the you know vegan vegetarian phase i don't and think i actually ever went through no, that, by the way oh, well you're not missing much. So what I ended up doing, and I thought this was brilliant at the time, I bought some peanut sauce from the grocery store and tofu and some red peppers and some rice, and I kind of just mixed them all together, fried the tofu in the peanut sauce, which made it a lot of a lot of flavor, and yeah, it was I was proud of myself for that. And ever since then, um, 
I've been able to help Natalie in the kitchen if, if need be. You know, if she wants a night off, I can step in and, and cook dinner as long as we have the stuff that is. Because recently we've we've had nights where uh, there's no food in the house, so mm, dial that number. <laughs> you know, that's that's the sad part because you bring that up, and I wanted to actually cover Pizza that too. It's like, yeah, see, that's the, that's exactly what it comes down to. It's like, okay, we're looking. You look for food, right? It's like, all right. I don't get off of work till like 4.30. Same. No, yep. Not a big deal, okay? I, it doesn't bother me. It's, I get upstairs, but I don't necessarily have anything planned for dinner or anything pulled or anything like that for the week, right? I need to, I do need to get start getting better at that, trying to have something prepped because I'm, as much as I love being lazy and being like, I don't want to cook tonight. It's hard, man. It's a very it bad so habit. It's so hard. I give credit oh, to man. Natalie for, I think she lasted two months of planning out every single meal and then you know just time gets ahead of you and then it just kind of falls off the face of the earth but it's it's so good to plan that stuff and then the week prior you go to the store you get all the ingredients for every single recipe that you have throughout that week and it just becomes so easy until you have a day that just ruins you catches up to you and you need to spend a night on the couch we've all i think the well, so there's, I mean, each, everybody's different, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people can relate to you and Natalie. A lot of people maybe can relate to uh, Sam and myself here in, in aspects of this. We have a shit ton of children in our house. You so, more me, you more than I do. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so when you, I mean, you not saying you bastard. don't have any children at all, right? <laughs> you, you've got, you've got, you've got, a, you've got a couple children running around, um, but it's with a lot of children running around, uh, a lot of like you have seven or eight mouths to feed at one time. Right. You don't pull a meal out, or you don't. You have to not only pull the meal out, but you have to make sure you have enough for everybody. Um, and that can be a problem too. Like, so I just earlier tonight I pulled out some chicken for later on in this week, which I need to use. I need to pull out more hamburger meat, things of that nature as well. So you need what um, like five six chicken breasts just to get through the night <laughs> sadly yeah i mean you're talking you go to walmart and you go oh here's a chicken breast pack or whatever guess what that's dinner that pack is gone <laughs> and it's being used for the entire family it's not like oh we can use half of it now and half of it later it's like if you do chicken parmesan for example i'm using all five of them so each person can do it now, the nice thing, though, is the little ones, right? I'm talking about a five-year-old and three-year-old at that point. You could probably get, you can get away with not having to use all of the chicken. But right. I'm going to cook it all for that meal because I'm not necessarily going to want to waste it. Um, or, I mean, I could, I could just put it away, put it, like, in the fridge for another night or something like that. But that's, like, now we're talking one chicken or a piece of chicken that's not being used and it's like it's not gonna feed the other seven people you might as well just cook it all up at once and then have leftovers yep that you know i'm still in i'm still kind of in that phase like i don't know what i'm gonna do necessarily um but a lot of a lot of our cooking meals so far have result or revolved around chicken i need to expand on that um when it's nice out I've done hamburgers, hot dogs. You know, we've done some like cookouts, right? Steak. Uh, Get some steak. Very rarely. Um, Okay. And it become it. It's more the 
selective food choosing. I yeah. say selective rather than the word picky because um, I don't want people to be offended. People are, you know, out, out there nowadays, you say picky and they're probably going to get hurt. Um, so I learned this last night, actually. Very funny. I was like, bring it came up in conversation. I'm like, they're picky. And then somebody, one of my uncles is like, you mean selective. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I do mean selective. <sighs> he was doing, he does it out of the sense that he's just like joking around. Yeah. But in today's society, selective is the better term. Yep. In today's society, believe it or not, selective is the better wording at that point. It is apparently politically correct. Um, but, no, so the, some people are selective, right? And I just got to, you know, be mindful of that. Um, so steak is very, steak is a hard one. My house is definitely very split as well. How do you how do you like your steak when it oh, gets cooked? This, this topic. Well, ho, ho. I like it medium rare with ever so slightly more towards the rarer side of it. I like to have it just nice and brown on the outside and then uh, you know, a more of a pink on the on the inside. Um, and then my wife is speaking of division we started out our marriage she was a well-done gal Uh. and and i have always been a medium rare guy and she came around it took four years but she came around she'll eat a medium rare you got some progress at least i'm still stuck with and this is even worse i am probably the only one in my house that will eat and this actually I think if I do make food, like hamburgers, you know, I still try to make them. Sadly, I don't get much of an option when I'm cooking, even though I'm the one cooking. I know. They have to be basically burnt. Yeah. That's too um, bad. And that, that's the, that is the unfortunate part. It's, it's like just my got wife, really sad it, now. And <laughs> it's, very, it's very selective. Like, I still like to have juices coming out of my yes. food. I don't want the juices all dried up, but when it's my wife, it's a couple of my nieces, and I just found out tonight, <laughs> or last night, <coughs> that they do kind of are very, very similar. My wife, you know, I was like, okay, we, my dad already knew that she likes her meat basically dry, or <laughs> well done, so we weren't going to throw the meat back on the grill after he cut it, but as he was slicing through it, we put it we put it on a plate, set it in put it in the microwave for about a minute. Basically cooking the rest of the way. So she could eat it, right? Otherwise she wasn't gonna eat it. Um, oh no. <laughs> our 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 niece, our youngest niece, was very much the same way. We're asking him, Do you like it or how do you like your meat? And you know, giving him an example. It's like, Do you like it medium? Do you like it well done? Yeah. Kinda of saying, Do you like it with pink? Do you or do you like it like like this and just showed them the plate of you know the fully cooked meat like that i'm like huh the world is against me (laughs) my house is just crumbling (coughs) damn i hate having drainage but needless to say um i think it's gonna be very hard for me to make change in the house when everybody already likes basically twice burnt or twice cooked meat 
So what I what what so. worked for me is that I screwed up enough where <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't to their liking, but they still ate it anyway. And then they kind of like, oh, this isn't actually that bad. This is pretty good. So it just it was eventually to the that. point. Okay. I, so if you screw it's a up, great idea. Exactly. Oh, that's it'll be yeah, throw it, it back work. on the grill. Then it doesn't work. Oh. It'll be th- Sam will be like throw it back on that damn grill. Or she will not eat. And I, quite frankly, can't have her not eat. Yeah. She needs to eat something. She's skinny enough as it is. Um, and that, you know, it's just a problem. She doesn't eat enough as it is anyways throughout the day, um, which is frustrating and agonizing. So uh, to, if you guys have that problem, that's why sometimes it's not like I don't cook for myself. I, co- I cook for my family. But sometimes you have to just kind of compromise and just kind of make it. Oh, yeah. I still try to, I st- you know, I still try to make some burgers that are more to the medium rare or medium side of things where you still have pink in it. Um, it just usually doesn't turn out that way. I don't usually pull them off right away when I probably should. Um, so it, they all just end up becoming well done in a way, which to me, I, I can tolerate that. But when it comes to steak, I'm sorry, but there is no way now that I'm going to be able to keep them separated that long or anything like that. Um, it's just, it's a hassle. I think there's going to be definitely be a balancing act if I ever really want to do that. Um, now, I have tried tackling fish, though. But Oh, that's another thing. thing that I tried, too. So how did you do it? What did you, is there a certain fish they don't like? Uh, my my wife and some kids just don't eat fish in general, like white so, salmon yeah, in whatever. general. So, Oh my gosh. Nope. She, if I do fish in the house, she will probably be upstairs or out of the house because she does not like the smell of, of it at all either. Um, so it, to her, it, when I do fish, it's more or less when she's out of the house. Um, and I've just kind of gone and grabbed some things from Walmart, uh, kind of i haven't really changed anything of how i actually cook them but i've done like tilapia um tuna and i just kind of i need i need to work on it more fine-tune it in a way but i just throw it on the grill let Mm -hmm. it cook um or if i'm in the house and it's and i don't want to grill um because i so my problem with the grill is i have propane where i prefer charcoal right I right. I mean, everybody's different, but I've always been around charcoal. Charcoal has been a lot of easier, uh, especially if you have like a tower where you can heat up the coals and everything. Uh, whereas, like to me, a propane grill is a little difficult to find out where the nice heat spots are, or the heat spots can change over time. Right. Um, and charcoal, you can set that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you. You lay the charcoals out when they're warm enough, you're good to go. Yep. You know where the heat source is going to be, or the main heat source is going to be. Middle, outside somewhere, things like that. Uh, where propane's like, eh, one minute's over here, next minute's over there. Even though I could have all four sides on, your heat, your major heat spot is going to be different. Um, but it's one of those things where I still need to work on the timing for the fish, um, whether it be tilapia, tuna salmon things of that nature um 
but I need to work on what will go well with it too in regards to like seasoning or if you what you put on it or if you just don't put anything on it and then <clears throat> you put like the butter or like lemon juice on it after you, once you start eating it so it's it's a work in progress um, I do have thankfully children that do enjoy some fish or seafood so it works in my favor that I can actually have it in the house from time to time but I'm yeah. not going to go out of my way just to always get it and put it in the house my household has always loved white fish uh, cod we did til- tilapia a lot um, the hardest thing for my wife to get over was salmon and I think she just, mm. I think just in her past, she's had really shitty salmon. And that's understandable because when you have mm. a bad cut of salmon, it can be fishy and dry. And if it's, especially if it's not cooked right, it can be quite disgusting. But, uh, and it I also was, has like the one, I think salmon's the one that always leaves the worst smell too. Yes. So, and that's part, that's probably why she didn't like it to begin with. But then a couple times I was able to masterfully cook uh, a beautiful piece of salmon that I was able to just pick up at Pick and Save or something where I know it's going to be oh, a good cut. you got to tell your secrets then. Yeah. So, and I, it's tradition for me to do it in the oven wrapped in tinfoil, butter, and lemon pepper s- seasoning on it. And it's always oh, turned out good. amazing. So... I think after enough times and buying a decent cut of salmon, the fishiness isn't there. She was enjoying it. Now she'll actually cook it herself, which is huge because five years ago, she wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Wow, that is impressive. I wish I could do that. I wish, oh, God, there's just so many things I wish I could get my wife to do that when it comes to foods. But again, oh, when it comes like to foods, huh? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if, oh, come on. We're not here to talk dirty. Um, <laughs> oh, just a little no, bit. We can do with some innu- uh, just innuendos. Dirty. Yeah, the innuendos aren't bad. But no, it's the foods are the huge thing, though. Um, well, once somebody is set in their ways, I mean, especially with somebody, uh, I think Sam's in her 30s, right? Yes. Yeah, she'll she's turning 31 here in a few months. See, but she, she she's set in her ways. I don't know. I mean, you're going to uh, have to do that's something That's not really... true. I mean, she may be set in her ways now, but look. Look at you and Natalie. You guys have been together, what, four or five years now, right? No, we... It's Married, be... I should say. You've been together five years. No, we've been together... Uh, it's going to be but, a decade next year. But married is five uh, years. Yeah, isn't it? sure. No. Our anniversary is coming up next two weeks. Oh, my God. It's six years. Yeah, it's six years. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. It's six years here. Jesus. Um, but in That's the, right. In, I in said the six right been... off the bat. I was right. Yep. Let it be known. He said six right away. Yes. Um, ten, ten overall, six married. Happily married. Ten next um, year. Got to clarify ten that. Ten next year, yes. But... I mean, you're, you're rounding up. It's okay. Um, over the 10 years you've been together, though, you've gotten her to try new things. You've gotten her from the well done to the medium or medium rare or medium well, right? Yeah. You've gotten her to change her level a little bit. And my dad has gotten my, my mom to try different things over the time. Slow, still working on certain things. Seafood is a different story. 
but she is slowly getting used to different foods and not being as selective. Uh, Sam, on the other hand, I'm selective. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, if there's a way we can get Sam to eat a piece of fish, let us know. It'll never happen. <laughs> well, you know, just use, you know, think outside the box on it, would you? <laughs> I I have tried. I mean, come on. Even, like, with my dad's meals, okay? We tell her what's in it. She still kind of shies away. Maybe she'll try it, but then it'll be put away. Or it won't be tried at all. Um, and so, hopefully, as time goes on, we're able to break it a little bit. And it's not like we're trying to force it or anything. No. Right? Never try to force no, not, change. Let me push Just it. slowly break things down for people. Um, offer them to try it. Let them try it. Maybe give them a heads up what's in it. But never be like, <laughs> you're going to try something new. Yeah, no. It'll, it doesn't work that way because then they're going to be more apt to just kind of be like, here's my plate and shove aside. Uh, honestly, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, Sam, now, the thing is, I think you got you to gotta also know what they like, though, too, right? Mm-hmm. So Sam loves soup. And the soups that we've always had, like one time we made them, I asked my dad if he would, or he was more than happy to. Um, when we first started dating, he, or Sam and I started dating, he ended up doing a Valentine's dinner for us. Oh, very so, nice. Took her, you know, brought her over to the house, and we had one of the soups, or the soup that we had there was like a minestrone. Uh, so it was kind of meaty. It had um, its other relishes and things of that nature in there as well. Um, but it was great. Uh, and, you know, there are some other soups that she really is starting to enjoy as well. Um, she doesn't mind the asparagus soup. Um, she will pass on the asparagus, but she'll still eat the rest of it. Um she doesn't mind like lobster bisque either, but she'll avoid the mm. lobster because it's the seafood. But she she'll I think she enjoys the flavor if I recall. Uh, but she'll do the broccoli soup that he likes to make every now and then. Um, the tomato, uh, it's like a spicy tomato soup. Oh, it's so good. It is just the soups that he come he comes up with. I think that's his like. I don't want to call it his specialty. But I think that's where I really enjoy his cooking. Granted, I enjoy his cooking overall. Um, but the soups, for some reason, are like the most enjoyable part of the entire meal to me. Because it's very easy. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you have to start somewhere. You can't. And I think right now, I'm, I think as a family, we're kind of in a good spot. Um like my dad, when it comes to cooking, he's kind of got her in a good spot of, I know she likes soups. So we're going to work with the soup. Um, versus, all right, well, we're going to work on trying to go from well-done tenderloin to medium well-done tenderloin today. Um, because the tenderloin itself is going to be, usually it's a whole slab of meat, and you just cook it to whatever, and then you just cut up the pieces and then right. throw it in the microwave. Um if they're like maybe their own individual ones, you could slowly work on it. Um, you know, you have like your little tenderloin steaks, put them on the grill, take certain ones off at times and let the other one cook a little longer. And maybe, 
not hoax, but kind of be like, oh, here you go. Here's your well-done steak. And just slowly realize that it's not truly well done. Um, baby steps. It is more, yeah, just baby steps. But, now, again, don't try to f- trick anybody into it uh, because if you start tricking them and they find out, it's never going to end well. Yeah. You're probably you're setting, you're probably digging yourself a hole um, slowly but surely. So stop digging yourself a hole when it comes to cooking uh, foods and forcing people into trying new things. Ask them. Let them know. Um, because even if it is a significant other or family member, it doesn't. It may not always end well. No. Now, being able to get critics, that's a good thing. You want to know how your food's doing. Um, so it's a good thing. Yeah. But all right. You know, there's a. So there's another meal out there though. I want to. I want to talk about another meal, and it's not. <coughs> it's not a dinner. It's not a lunch. It's a breakfast item. Because do you? Okay, so let me ask you this though. Do you cook breakfast? Do you do breakfast for the family? It usually is yes. I I do yes. So it usually is one sp- one person takes Saturday and the other person takes Sunday. Uh, okay. And I am a master at scrambled eggs. Uh, I I wish I was a master at pancakes, but I'm not. Uh, I'll make them just to see how they turn out. And they mm-hmm. usually are just crap, but um, yeah, scrambled eggs. The work in progress. Uh, I love my breakfast burritos. So does Natalie. Okay. Uh, she usually puts a lot more stuff in hers, but I ever actually every other day since I'm at home, I'll just whip up. I'll fry two eggs, get like two sausage links, put some cheese on there, and just wrap it in a tortilla, and that's our breakfast. Well, of course, you got some hot ones, hot sauce on there too. So, <laughs> you gotta throw the hot ones. Gotta start your no, day so, off with fire ass. <laughs> I lo- I love I love that idea. I mean, the eggs, the sausage links. You know, as cheesy as it sounds, yes, pun intended. As cheesy as it sounds, or as cliche as it sounds, it's a great meal. It's a great breakfast. Yes. Now, the breakfast that my wife has craved for a while now is I started making French toast. Right? I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's make some regular French toast. I started getting a little creative. Okay? And this is, I'm actually going to recommend this to people. Um, you know how you just do it? Your, here's your French toast. Here's your, um, you know, here's your French, your, your mix, your eggs, your milk, uh, your cinnamon, your vanilla. Right? Yeah, and that's right. what your French toast is. Yep. I recommend this. Next time you make French toast. Do your eggs. I don't know how if you're trying to do a whole loaf or not, but I know I can do a whole loaf, and people eat it depending on how hungry the house is. You know, so make it, make it to make the batch to how many you're gonna make. Um, usually, I, if it's four slices or six, you know, about four slices, you can get away with the one or two eggs. Okay, um, uh, but do it normal, one or two eggs, milk. Your, your cinnamon, so I like to kind of just shake it around until I cover enough of the the, ba- the egg mix. Um, your vanilla, I norm- I take the lid of the vanilla itself, uh, since we have like, like vanilla capful. extract. Yep, yep just a capful, uh, sometimes two capfuls, again, all depending on the mix. Um, but then, take lemon extract. Lemon extract, what? Yes, so you're going to actually... Most you can take a capful, 
But if you're going to do that, I actually recommend you double the amount of vanilla you put into it then. You want, because what it's, what's going to happen is you're going to get the lemon, but you don't want it to overpower the vanilla. Right. So that's why I say double the vanilla, because the lemon does have a little stronger. Because, I mean, again, it's an extract, so it's just a pure, straight-up lemon flavoring. Um, and it's a little potent. But you know, maybe even do half a cap. I've done a cap full and then just follow up with two caps of vanilla, things of that nature. But it is pretty good. And that mm. is what Sam really has craved when it comes to, fr- like, breakfast. She loves it. And I, you know, so I've taken French toast and I've kind of evolved it to a different flavor. Right. Um, and I enjoy it, too. So it's not like, oh, I just do it for my wife. I do it for myself. My kids will eat it. Um, now they're, you know, still small, but they still will eat it from time to time. Uh, so it's not like they go, nah, <laughs> I'll just have something else. Um, but I, I recommend it um, because it's, you know, just a great, easy breakfast. Uh, but other than that, usually it's like eggs, bacon, um so normally cheesy eggs uh but it's eggs bacon and hash browns uh and it's the diced kind of hash browns from store yep it's not like i take a potato and peel it and shred it or anything like that so yeah natalie makes a a mean american fry for breakfast uh well she's awesome at that i could never do that i don't have the patience so yeah well that's what that's what cooking's all about though too is patience learning how to experiment too (gasps) i don't have any though i think but you're ta- you talk about being creative, and I think that's a great thing to start with. Um, you know, us being creative, you having to use the creativity to change up something. Right. Um, but I, you know, I just recommend it. Try it out. If you know, let me know what you like, and the, you can even send us the email too. Again, it was uh, leashdads14 at gmail dot com. So, you know, if you do try out our, you know, different recommendations. Uh, let us know how you feel, or if you have suggestions about something we should cook, l- let us know. I want to. I want to try new things. Um, I'm not, you know, I love looking at websites or, uh, you know, um, Instagram or whatever. They have their random like other like foods that you can find or um, recipes out there. But if you have a recipe. Send it on over to leashdads14 at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy. Jared and I will be more than happy to take a look at it and even maybe give it a shot one time. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. So. Well, I suppose yeah. it's about that time. Uh, I'm ready to laugh. What do you got? You're ready for some laughs. I can make you laugh. My dryer's going off right now. I can hear it. I don't know if you can. But I, I have to get the towels. Good. I'm glad you can't hear it because that would just be annoying. Um, all right. So. I've got just a couple dad jokes here for the day. Uh, you know, this will become a continuous segment for your thoughts of the night. Um, I, I kind of want I want to see if you can get this answer. So this is a Q&A a little bit here. What do you call someone who is really fast at altering clothes? <laughs> I don't know. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great! I like that one. I like See? that one. That one's it's not a, as that one is a groaner, but it's a funny one. All right, it's still pretty good. And I you already kind of knew where so, it was going somewhere, so it's not. You know, it was really great. Um, all right, so here's here's the other one. Uh, I don't think this one is as good. 
but it's still, you know, I thought to myself, it was still pretty good. My son keeps trying to set the clocks back, but I won't let him. Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect because of daylight savings. Is that one yesterday's? Uh-huh. I was like, uh, well, it's today's technically. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that works so great. So, like, yesterday's was the Taylor Swift because during the weekends, um, they ha- they like to combine them together, so they do Saturday and okay. Sunday together. And then throughout the rest of the week, Monday through Friday, it's just one-on-one. Um, unless it's, like, at the... No, because that's... Oh, my God, that's right. It's, New Year's is on a weekend this year, and so is Christmas. Um, but, no, so, you know, here's to, here's tomorrow's. Uh, Dad, why do they call it a USB? Why? Because USA was already taken. Oh, that that's a groaner. That's a groaner. Yeah, it's a groaner. And, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm smiling. Uh, but at the same time, it's... It could have been better. But it works. So, um, any anything else here, Jared, before, you know, we depart? Uh, I know it's kind of hitting that time, so... Yeah, uh, nothing uh, to report yet. We will discuss our other topic of other responsibilities that not are not unusually... Uh, a man's quote-unquote job to be politically correct um but not usually with one of their duties around the household uh, so let's we can get into that next episode but there will be other topics many other topics as we move on through this journey uh with with us please rate us constructive criticism and uh you know also any kind of feedback honestly yeah uh, any kind of feedback but, let us know but please if you are gonna tell you know Jared said it once. I'm going to say it once as well or, you know, repeat it. If you're going to give us criticism, like constructive criticism, please make it constructive. Don't be like, you suck. Um, well, you, you could say that. Just help. tell us why. You, you could say that and just back it up. Don't, I don't want, I don't want to be part of that cancel. You know, I don't want to have this cancel culture, culture attitude going on. Where you just say you suck, but you never back it up or never willing to have a conversation right. about why we suck. Um, so, please, if you're going to provide any type of criticism like that, have the courtesy to actually tell us why or what you don't like about it rather than be like, oh, it's just so bad. It's like, okay, fine. That's a f- that's how you feel. But guess what? At that point, I will take on – I will battle that out and be like, what is so bad? I think we're doing a great job. Episode 2. Leashed ads. Like it. See on Spotify. Anchor. Sounds good. Take care.